This month we've been talking about renewing our unity. It has been a tremendously blessed time that we've shared uh, this unity series uh, with the body of Christ. I want you to come away with me to St. John the 17th chapter. St. John the 17th chapter. And if you have your phone, you can download the app, the Winning Church app, and you can find the notes uh, there. Be able to keep up with us with all that we have going on. So if you would do that for me, ma'am, sir, if you have your iPad or your iPhone, go ahead and download the Winning Church app. Is free, and you always have the notes concerning what we talk about. Today and this month has been considered to be Black History Month, and the reason why our nation has basically uh, opened it up to shed light on Black History Month because. There are people of color that a lot of things to aid in making this country a great country. Right and fair to recognize those who have been pushed aside and belittled for so long. And so you need to know that black history is American history. We are Americans. I want to talk to you briefly from the thought unity of the or unity of conveniences. Unity of the spirit and uni, unity. How often we get together only to get a job done. We had this in the common cause of loss. Admirable it is and necessary too, but when we, or when will we rid of the undercurrent that divide and be of the same mind one toward another? Speaking no other thing perfectly joined, as the Bible says, together? Or are we going to ignore the subtle differences and hide behind the work of the Lord? I'm talking to believers now. How long are we going to listen to the perversions that tells us that such a kind of unity is not possible or expected of us. I remember the words of our Lord who looked at his disciples and said, from now on I call you my friends for all things that the Father has showed me, I have told you. Unity of conveniences is only to get a job done. A partnership temporarily, a putting up with, and at its very best, a tolerance of one another. Come on, sir. Come on, sir. And when you look around, we see a whole lot of that. And some of us will classify ourselves as being unified, but that's only lip service because if you were not getting paid, you wouldn't even show up. This kind of unity never knows the grand will of God, but it are always learning and never able to manifest the truth. And so in this kind of unity, uh, true love, unfraid love, uh, fervent love, and love without dissimulation among the brethren will not be manifested, much less laying down our lives for one another. And so, unity of the spirit is a restful, harmonious working together. 
And that's where the differences are. It is a harmonious oneness that only God can bring us together even though we have differences. It's the unity of the spirit in a restful, harmonious working together of the bone upon bone and sinew upon sinew. It is a manifestation of the mind of Christ in the holy congregation. It is the glorious love of God flowing like a river. The only way to be filled with all the fullness of God is to know the love of God. But when love is quenched, God is quenched for God is love. Amen. No, love is not love. God is love. Because the way you define your love may not be like God. So when we say God is love, that settles it. It's been said we can have friendship with some but not fellowship. But what does the precious word says. First John 1 and 7 says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, look at here, we have what? Fellowship one with another. So I don't buy that. That we can have friendship, but we cannot have fellowship. Because he said, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship, koinonia. We unify together as one. And from time to time, we have had definitions of unity through the eyes of human experience and understanding. Because of culture differences and for a, a dozen other reasons, we have been consistently told that there cannot be a perfect unity this side of heaven. And that we are to rejoice and marvel in the unity and diversity. Well, I'm here to tell you that once you come to God, like you really come to God, you do not look at another person's uh, differences to get away from them. You are drawn to them because of the love of God. He'll even show you how to love your enemies because now you have had a rebirthing on the inside, a changing on the inside. And so whatever you have been taught in the past, uh-huh, the word of God trumps all of that. And now you can love folk that you thought that was unlovable. Well, God leaves no room for misunderstanding about the kind of unity that he has in mind for his own. It is expressed in the heart, hunger, and cry of our dear Lord who prayed, Father, let them be one even as we are one. God wants us to be one. Do you for a moment think that this prayer of Jesus when he was here on the earth is not going to be answered? Those who are born of the spirit will not talk of a culture from the east or the culture from the west or a culture from the North Pole. They talk of a divine culture, a Christian culture, a holy culture. A culture from uh, above for they are not of this world even as he is not of this world. And they are a one grand majestic peculiar and holy nation one under God. And may God have mercy on anyone who tries to wiggle out of this kind of unity. In other words, those of us who have trusted in Jesus Christ as Savior are brought into a union with one another by the precious shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. 
And so if you have been born again, you have just unified yourself with someone else that is born again. And so we should not uh, say, well, you know, I cannot work with this one. I cannot work with that one. If you have the unification that God has placed in you from his word, God got a way of having us to, uh-huh, to put aside our differences so that we can work as one. Can you say amen? And so we have been uh, brought into this union with one another. Jesus prayed that we would, this would happen in John 17. John 17 and 19. That's where we want to go. Uh -huh. I'm going to read the scripture and I'll be just about done. And for their sakes I sanctify myself. That they themselves also may be sanctified in what? In truth. I do not ask in behalf of these alone, but for those also who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, even as thou, Father, are in me and I in thee, that they also may be in us, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, that the world may believe that thou didst send me. Verse 22. And the glory which thou hast given me, I have given to them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and thou in me, that they may be perfect, perfected in unity, that the world may know that thou did send me, didst send me, and didst love me, love them, even as thou didst love me. And so I believe that God the Father answered his son's prayer. We are all one in the body of Christ. However, the challenge for us is to stay unified. Say that with me. Stay unified. That is the challenge. Yes, we will start off uh -huh, in a type of unity. But the real challenge is, is for us to stay unified. The challenge come when we start being around certain people. The challenge come when we let allow certain people in our ear. The challenge come when we start hearing certain doctrines. The challenge come when we get with somebody that's disgruntled. The challenge come when our relationship get tested. The challenge come when we don't feel like we felt when we first started. You better ask God to renew your joy when you first started because you're going to be challenged from what you are in and when the newness wear off you need to ask God to give you a renewing a refilling a restirring a remove I mean you need to ask God to give you back where you first started and then some more can you say amen and so we got to stay unified. Thus the Apostle Paul passionate request written in Ephesians chapter 4. Chapter 4 verse 1. Look what it says. It says, I therefore the prison of the Lord entreat you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling which you have been called. With all humility and gentleness. With patience showing forbearance to one another. In He's telling us how to conduct ourselves with each other so we can maintain our unity. Look at verse 3. It says being diligent to preserve uh, the unity of the spirit. So he said you got to be diligent in this thing. So that you can preserve that unity. The devil is in on. He Listen he's on the prowl. He wants to separate. He wants to divide. He wants to separate, divide, and conquer. If he can separate us, he can operate on us better. But as long as we stay together, he won't have much room to wiggle. One can chase a thousand, two can chase ten thousand, and my God, three can chase a million. And if we would stay together, a threefold cord is not easily broken. So if we can intertwine and stay together as one, the devil won't have much room to come in and divide you from the group it's when you stand offish and be all by yourself and let somebody to come up there and slide by you and start whispering in your ear and tell you well you know if one of them like that then everybody like that the devil is a liar it's a choice baby to serve God 
It's a choice to say, I want to serve Jesus. I made my choice a long time ago. And listen here, I'm sold out. I have already made my decision that I am not going to hell. I am going to heaven. Anybody here have already made their decision? I would love for you to come on and go with me, but it's the choice is yours, baby. You got to make the choice whether you want to get on this train or not. You have to make the choice if you want to be unified in the spirit, uh-huh, in the bond of peace. Look what verse 4 says. There is one body, there is one spirit, just as also you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism one God and father of all who is over all and through all and in it all if you're going to get anywhere you got to come to God if you're going to go anywhere you got to go through God can you say amen and I mean I got all respect for a lot of other religions and what they do but Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life and no man come unto God except by me and I can't go along with it I love you and everything else but the Bible tells me and this is my final authority that there's only one God now you can have a multiplicities of God if you want to the God of this and the God of that and the God of this and the God but my Bible tells me there's only one true wise God our Savior and I'm going to stand with that how about you so uh, yes there's the power of unity <laughs> say that with me the power of unity I like that how that sounds y'all say it like you read it me the power of unity yeah, say it in your preacher's voice the power of unity yes so there's power in unity there's power when we are living in harmony with one another and see the devil knows that that's why the pandemic was here to really kind of it was like a really a test if you will uh -huh, to see whether or not he can you know divide our unity yeah? because he understand that if he can hit you with something that will cause you to get off track or look over in the other area long enough to get you off track so that everybody else already down the road and keep now you lagging behind now you feel like you're by yourself now you don't want to do nothing now you want to stay in the state that you in a state of stupor and you don't want to get up my god the devil is a liar now i'm here to tell you that we might have got shook temporarily we might have got rocked temporarily but it did not stay long but you find the real believers uh-huh gathering themselves back together again it don't matter to me we might have had to do zoom for a minute it's all right we might have had a done telephone conference for a minute that's all right we might have why might have god have had to <laughs> my god come in little small groups but that's all right but we didn't never we never uh-huh divided ourselves we were still thinking thinking about Jesus we were still calling on Jesus we were still praying we were still praising we were still giving God the glory uh-huh you got to do better than this to divide the real people with a real Christian stand up and be accounted for I'm telling you that my God all that did was promote us all that did was gave us some encourage to move forward in other words what it did it made us stronger and not weaker can you say amen and so you ain't seen nothing yet I'm telling y'all revival is about to break out I'm telling y'all people are gonna man they're gonna flood them doors they the flood great gates are about to flood open you have not seen God move until God said I've always been ready I'm just waiting for my people to get ready because when we get ready God say I've already been ready so there is power when we're living in harmony with one another look what Acts says Acts 2 say he always I have all these scriptures I don't know no other way to do it Amen. <laughs> you, you do it the way you do it but I, listen 
So when the day of Pentecost, oh, I like that word Pentecost. You know, you know, you know, every year in our country, they recognize the day of Pentecost. This year is going to be uh, June 5th. The first Sunday in June is Pentecost Sunday. And I'm giving you fair ahead of time. Yeah, like we did with, you know, uh, the African attire. But on Pentecost Sunday, we're going to have on all white. We're going to have a white party. We're going to have on all white Pentecost Sunday. And we ain't going to be scared to get it dirty either. Hallelujah. I'm going to have on all white. We're going to recognize Pentecost Sunday. Are you hearing me? So you got four months to do that. I don't want to hear nothing after that. So when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one, look at the unity here, in one place. Y'all looking at it? And suddenly, ooh, I felt something right there. Somebody say suddenly. See, this is why the enemy don't want us to be together. Because when we come together with oneness and one accord, suddenly always happen. Whether you know it or not, you need to be in a church like this. Because you need some suddenly in your life. Somebody came here this morning, they need a suddenly turn around. They need a suddenly breakthrough, mother. Somebody here didn't know, you know, how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to figure this out. But suddenly God gives you a creative idea. Are you following me in here? See, somebody got a suddenly right there in their life. And people don't really understand what God is doing in them. But my God, after a while, you're going to see it so quickly. Because suddenly, you're going to have a turnaround in your life. I like to be around people who got that suddenly spirit. I mean what God always answer concerning them. Suddenly their lives turn around. Suddenly God hears their prayer. Suddenly God brings breakthrough in their life. Suddenly their household is turned around. Suddenly you get that breakthrough. You That job is yours. Suddenly your husband starts doing right. Suddenly your wife is healed. Give somebody an uh, air five and say, I need some suddenly in my life. Tell them, I need a suddenly miracle. I believe miracles are in the air. Suddenly means you're going to be, hey, it, uh, show the other, a miracle in your life. Uh, somebody sitting up in here and God done already worked your miracle out. Uh, you just got to keep on living so you can meet it, right? Hey, you got to keep living. You got to keep walking so you'll walk right snap down in your miracle. My God, there's a turnaround that's about to happen and hit your house like a ton of bricks. My God, if you don't watch it, if you put a praise on it, God will multiply it. Who am I talking to in here that need a suddenly in their household, suddenly for their children, suddenly for their daughters, suddenly for their son? God, I need you to move suddenly. So now you want to tell everybody, ooh, suddenly it's coming in your house. Turn to the other side and say, oh, suddenly it's coming in your heart. And it's coming like a rushing mighty wind. The Bible says, and suddenly the sound up, up from heaven came as a rushing mighty wind and filled the whole house where they were sitting. I think I thank God that God always come to our rescue. And I'm asking him right now, right there where you are sitting, that the Holy Spirit will tap you on the shoulder and let you know that it's already here. And you haven't seen it yet, but if you walk out of here today 
in the next few minutes in the next few hours matter matter of fact might be 24 hours it might be three day turnaround but whatever it is god i want to walk right in it can you say amen and my question for you this morning and you know what it is right now are you ready for your miracle are you ready all you gotta do is be with one accord and let god know that i trust you for my life and i don't care what nobody else say or nobody else do i believe that if i stay with oneness unified in the body of christ there is nothing that god will not do All right, let me, let me, I got a hate I done got ahead of myself. All right, okay, okay. So when the believers were with one accord, when they were unified, the Holy Spirit came upon them with power. If we never ever needed power before, we need God to rush in here with power. And when you leave out of here, you got so much power in your life. That no matter if you lay hands on somebody, that that person will be healed just from you laying hands on them. And you understand that it's not just you, it's the God that's working through you. Now, I sincerely believe that somebody is sitting in this service right now and God is laying his hands on you and you are being healed right now. I sincerely believe. That somebody is sitting in this service right now. Uh, that the doctor done gave you one report. Uh, but God is going to turn your report around. Uh, and who report are we going to believe? We shall believe uh, the report of the Lord. Uh, somebody shout. I believe the report of the Lord. I, 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 I believe that I'm healed yeah. see 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 some of y'all gonna save y'all money cause God gonna do a sudden a miraculous miracle miracle working wonder on your life and some of you been waiting you've been sitting there waiting I've been waiting on a blessing waiting on a miracle and it seemed that it just won't come but before you know anything you're going to start walking and you say what I don't feel that no more where did that what what is gone see when God heals you he saved you some money you remember the lady she has spent all she had nobody could do anything for her but here come Dr. Jesus won't he make everything alright Let me finish up here. So, later in the same chapter, we find the results of this unity. Peter, the coward who earlier denied the Lord, would courageously stand and preach with power. And at the end of his message, we find these words. It says here in uh, Acts chapter 2 God, let me finish this thing. Acts chapter 2, verse 40, it says, and with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. And then those who gladly received his word, look at here, was baptized. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. Look at here, good God Almighty. 
my God, my God. And they continue steadfastly. Y'all see that? That's unity right there, ladies and gentlemen. They continued steadfastly. Nobody got out of way. I ain't going to participate. I no, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. When they saw the move of God, some of them got fearful. I don't know why, but they got fearful because they saw the move of God. Yeah. And hear what it says here in the word of the Lord. It says that now all who believe were, look here, together. Everybody say together. together. We here together today, aren't we? Yeah. And they had all things in common. And sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. They met their needs. So continuing daily with one accord. How long? Daily. They were unified. Not with one accord. Watch this. What? Don't miss this. In the temple. You talking about coming to church on Wednesday and Sunday, but they were in the temple daily. Y'all sitting right here crying about being in church a couple of hours. They were in the temple daily. Top that. You around here beefing and crying over the little time you got to come to church and don't have a three-day revival. Oh, God. Why they got to go church for three nights straight? Catch them on the last night. But here in the Bible, they had all things in common. They would continue steadfastly. They were together. They continued daily with one accord. I don't hear nobody else crying about no church time. Daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. Praising, look at here. Somebody already tried to beat me to it. Praising God and what else? Having favor with all the people. They had favor with one another. If they had favor with the people wherever they went, people showed them favor. When I get food yesterday, the man ringing up the food showed us favor. I know that food was thirty-seven dollars. He's only charged us nine dollars for it. I say, sir, you sure? He say, I am sure. I say, you sure? You sure? He said, I am sure. Some of y'all been saying, well, thank you. I ain't going to ask you no more. I want to make sure that he added that up right. He said, no, I'm blessing you. When you are connected with God, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Challenge you to get saved today. I promise you, goodness, mercy will follow you all to you. Follow you all the days of your life. You carry goodness and mercy everywhere you go. Look down your own tell everybody. I can't help because I got it like that. I'm just in love with Jesus I'm just connected with Jesus and if you'll connect with Jesus too you'll have goodness and mercy following you all the days of your life people look at you and, and say how in the world you got it going on like this and that and you know it wasn't you this is the best you ever looked in your life 
This is the most you ever had in your life. And some of you all already know it. You'll never be broke another day in your life. God done been so good to you. You'll never be broke another day in your life. And if you carry that spirit, won't you pronounce it on somebody else? You'll never be broke another day in your life. You'll never be broke another day in your life. Speak it on somebody else. You'll never be broke another day in your life. God is good to you. He's got plenty. He's a God that got more than enough. He's El Shaddai. Oh, I serve a God that's got more than enough. Whatever you need, he's got more than that. Come on, share that around. Say, he's more than enough in my life. He's more than enough in your life. He's more than enough in your life. He's more than enough in your life. We serve a God that got more. So they had favor with all the people. Come on, Andre, y'all. We're going to get on out of here. And the Lord. Y'all see this? We ain't got to make it happen. Leadership, we ain't got to make it. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being set all because they maintain unity all because they were with one accord all because they had favor on their life all because they promoted Jesus alike they had same mind same spirit same heart same judgment and God said I added to that church daily because of the unity that was in that place Don't you know people are looking for unity? That's why they go into the military. They're looking for unity. They're looking for something to join and be unified with. They need some structure and some order in their life. Well, I want to challenge you to join the army of the Lord. I want you to join the air force of the Lord. I want you to join the navy of the Lord. I want you to join the Marines of the Lord. I want you to join the Coast Guards of the Lord. I want you to come into the armed forces of the Lord and unify with God as your general, as your top man. And I promise you that my God, your life will turn for the better. Can you say amen? So he added to the church, uh-huh, and many should be saved. And so this one thing I want you to know before I take my seat is that unity will fill up a church. Say that with me. Unity will fill up a church. That's why the Bible says here in Acts that there were about 3,000 that was added to the church because they continued daily with one accord in the temple. And they had a heart for each other. They were glad to see each other. They had each other in mind when they, uh, yes, when they came together, it was none of this turning your nose up and walking the other way so that you wouldn't greet somebody that you didn't like or you didn't want to sit beside. No, they had heart for each other and when they greeted each other you felt the love that came from one another well brothers and sisters that's what's gonna happen in this church when people come in for the first time they're gonna feel the love that we got for each other and they're gonna feel it from a hard place it's not gonna be no show it's gonna be genuine it's gonna be from a hard place can you say amen and I thank God that he's taking these stony hearts and turning them into a heart of flesh and my God you might have grew up kind of hard uh, but when Jesus get a hold of you my God he'll turn that hard heart and melt it into butter uh, can you say amen uh, and I'm thankful today to be in a unified church uh, where we serve one God uh, we got one baptism uh, we got one church uh, and Jesus Christ uh, is the author and the finisher of our faith uh, and because of the unity of the believers in Jesus 
us the Holy Spirit empowered them and many in the community got saved and I suppose that this was David what he meant when he said unity is like the dew of Mount Hermon coming down from the mountain of Zion can you say amen and the Bible said from there the Lord he commanded the blessing can you say amen and I'm glad today that we serve a God that's ready to command the blessing over your household all because you're loving Jesus and I need God to command the blessing in the B household can you say amen and I got permission today that God told me to tell you that he command the blessing over your life he's command the blessing in your household will you receive the commanded blessing over your life he command the blessing to be over your children when you're not in their presence he command the blessing to be over your wife when you're not around her he command the blessing to be over your sons and daughters he command the blessing to be over your house when you're not even there he keeps it from fire he keeps it from my fault of wiring can you say amen and whether you know it or not every trick or trap that the dave did the devil lay in line lie in way of you god will cause you to go around it and if you don't go around it god will cover it up so you can walk over it god command the blessing over your life can you say amen and when god command the blessing it's like the oil that ran down the beard of aaron it's like the dew that was on mount heaven that came down the mountain and cooled jerusalem just like an air conditioner can you say amen Thank you, Lord, that whatever the need is, you command the blessing. Can you say amen? And if I'm your child, just like my daddy do, I command the blessing. Somebody say, I command the blessing over my life. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, I command blessing over my own life and I command the blessing over your life can you say amen find somebody and tell them I command the blessing over your life can you say amen now why we say that Bishop because God has given us authority can you say amen you have authority to speak something just like your daddy if your daddy say it is then you can say it is can you say amen and I'm glad today that my daddy say it's well done my good and faithful servant can you say amen and so what is a love a love that is this what a unity one with each other one with one another now John said that this is unity can you say amen and I tell you people of God unless we know and walk in this kind of love we will never never be filled with all the fullness of God can you say amen y'all have a good day now y'all have yourselves a great day now because God done commanded a blessing and if he done commanded a blessing all you gotta do is bask in his blessings bask in his love can you say amen don't worry about me cause I'm alright look at your neighbor and say neighbor don't worry about me it's alright
because whom God bless can't no man curse and whom God curse can't nobody bless and I'm glad to be among the blessed and not the curse can you say amen Jesus Jesus he cursed the curse being on that tree when he hung on that tree he cursed the curse I'm no longer curse but I'm blessed and highly favored can you say amen why because he had the power power of unity with the father and with the son he had power power of unity when they put him in the grave he had so much power that if you put me in there in three days in three days i will rise again say yeah shout yes and because he got up i can get up because he got up i get up in my mind get up in my mental capacity I get up in my physical I get up with my vision I can see before I see it I can do it before it's done I can be it before I've done it shout glory and he had the power to get up there he's got that same power you that's called the Holy Ghost and nothing look around and say nothing can stop me nothing can defeat me cuz it gave me power of the Holy Ghost look at your neighbor and say I got power I got power through the Holy Ghost shout yeah shout yeah and the power I have the world didn't give it to me and the world take it away shout glory now use the power that God has given you you should be running from demons demons should be running from you come back here demons should be running from you my God cause you got power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you shout yeah when that snake bit Paul that poisonous snake bit Paul the snake jumped out the fire and bit Paul on his arm he shook that spirit off nothing by any means shall harm you shout yeah this world might bite you the pandemic the virus might have bitten you but you shook it off you shook it off and you kept on going shout yes look at your neighbor and said neighbor I'm about to shake some things off it will not stay on me it will not stay attached to me I gotta shake it off shout glory shout yeah yes it's time for the church to unify Everybody standing. Not a unity. Not a unity of convenience. Not a unity of convenience. It's a unity of the spirit. 
It's a unity of the spirit. It's a unity of the spirit. The Bible says God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in what? Spirit and in truth. Correctly and more accurately, you really don't worship him in your flesh. Your body is just what God uses to house the spirit. But if you accurately going to worship God, you got to worship him in your spirit. Your body is just shows the outward expression of what's going on inwardly. What am I saying? It's time to get our spirit right. You don't worship God to be seen. You worship a God because you got a relationship with him. I got a relationship with him. Got a relationship with him. Let me tell you something. People will look at you for years and years and years and they just watch you. Why? Because they want to know what's genuine. And after a while they're going to know what's genuine and what is just, you know, imitation. But if you're genuine in your spirit, no matter how your flesh look on the outward, what's on the inside of you eventually comes on the outside of you. And everybody will notice and see the change in your life. Today, unify in the spirit. Don't unify just for convenience. Well, I just came to church so I can just boop, fill a square. I made a check. No, you come to the house of God because God says, gather my saints together. Psalms 55, gather my saints together who have made a sacrifice. Covenant. covenant. Has made a covenant by sacrifice. We have made a covenant with God that we will worship him in spirit and in truth. Just don't be here year after year just to be a piece of furniture. No, you come here to unify, to worship God. Can you imagine if we gave God a worship that pleases him and people walk in here, they couldn't help themselves. Because they'll see a different aura about this place and their God permeate this place with his presence. Man, when people walk in here, they say, oh my God, there's something different in here. There's something in here that pleases God. I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of this. That's the kind of unity God is looking for. Not people that want to be seen. Not people that want to come and tell you, you know, well, you know, I'm, I'm a bishop, uh, apostle. Uh, no, 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 no. People that just want unity. Unity. Want to be unified as one. That's why I like that song by Bishop Hezekiah Walker, you know. Say, I need you. Yeah. And you need me. We all a part of God's body. It is his will that every need be supplied. You are in what? Important to me. I need you. That's, that's where we want to be. That's where we, that as a body, that's where we want to be. Let's take that from the top and let's do that together. We're going to do the altar.